Welcome to Money Talks with me, Gerald, Mr. G. Mwandiambira. Now, today's uh, Money Talk is really the first of a series of what I call the family meetings. Um, many families uh, often lack the time and opportunity to sit down and discuss their financial situation or their finances together. And the holiday period often gives that time, opportunity for a group of family members to discuss many things, the year that's been or whatever's happening in their lives, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Easter, or whether it's the end of the year. This family meeting series of podcasts is really around challenging ourselves with our family members around how we manage our finances and how we perceive and deal with money. So today's first family meeting is really around the topic of accountability. Accountability. Now, accountability is perhaps the most important concept and most important um, ability you require in order to find any measure of financial success. So today we're going to be discussing financial accountability. Now, when it comes to a financial accountability, it really just speaks to general accountability in terms of how responsible are you for your own actions. Um, one of the reasons many people fail to ever take control of their finances is because they are almost sleepwalking. They suffer from a condition called somnambulism. So are you a somnambulist? Are you somebody who's perpetually sleepwalking in your finances and perpetually trying to find someone else to blame? I'll give you an example. In many instances, people enter into financial contracts which they haven't read um, or take out loans which they haven't read the terms and conditions and simply want to receive the funds. However, when things go wrong, it's always a blame game. Blame the financial institution. Blame the financial advisor. Blame my parents. Blame anybody but yourself for a decision which you took uh, knowingly um, without the required knowledge. So as we sit down as families, we need to first ask ourselves, are we financially accountable for ourselves? Because it's important to understand who's financially accountable for themselves because when things go wrong, they always end up with us family members helping out or bailing out a family member who hasn't got any idea of the cause and effect of their decisions. So I'm going to ask this question around the, ta- the, the, the family right now. Is it uncles, aunts, grandmothers, grandchildren, husbands, wives? Look across and point out all the individual members who you think are fully accountable for the decisions they make in their lives regardless of money are you accountable are you an accountable person and one of the measures of accountability is really reliability normally people who are accountable tend to be more reliable than those who are not accountable are you an accountable person So now we've we've started the topic in terms of understanding where we're, we're taking things. We need to all be financially accountable. And accountability begins with you 
having a clear understanding of your total financial situation. As you sit, are you aware of how much is in your bank account? Are you aware of how many debit orders are due? Are you aware of your bank charges for the last couple of months? And are you generally aware of your money? Do you, do you budget? Are you aware of every bank account you own, every credit card, how much debt you have, and where all your investments are? And can you put together a full picture of your spending for the last year? Do you know where all your money has gone? Do you know how you've lost money? So it's important because when you have that clear understanding of where your money is, you have that snapshot and overall view of where your money is going. And when you have that clear view of where your money is going, you also, um, as a result, have a clear view of what you want to do with your money. Because when you have money, it's important to have a clear plan and to prepare in terms of what you plan to do with the money. Remember, one of the things I always talk about is that you must be the money master. You must direct your money where to go. You can't be directed by Imani. Money can't tell you how to behave. You need to tell your money how you want to live and how you want it to work for you and how you want it to give birth to more money. So remember, when you invest, you put in money so that it vests over time and returns to you. So clear planning and in preparation is very important. So your first step of finding accountability is having a plan in place. So even if it's a family savings group which you're thinking of starting you need to be able to map out a plan and have a preparation in terms of what you want to do now i'm not here to judge your lifestyle choices um, because you can live as you want you can buy designer jeans you can drive the fancy cars but it's not your lifestyle choices that are important you just need to be accountable for your cash flow which means where your money goes and where it comes from you need to be accountable for your balances and you need to be ultimately accountable for how you are living. And if you're there, that means you're really a money master because money masters are not money slaves. A slave is not accountable for their actions because somebody else is directing their actions. However, a master is accountable for their actions. And part of my philosophy has always been to try and encourage us all to be money masters. So are you accountable for your money and are you in control of your finances perhaps one of the measures of knowing if you're financially in control is really being able to deal with the consequences because if you're in control of your actions you do know that um, one of Newton's um, laws applies. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So when things do go wrong, if you are a money master, you are accountable. You know why they went wrong and you know where you were made a mistake. And it's quite normal, especially when you're building wealth. You will make some decisions which don't work out. It doesn't always go your way. But you ultimately understand the consequences of your financial decisions. Now, 
on the surface you need to be able to realize that if you don't save and go into debt you'll be poor and unhappy simple you need to know that there's consequence for your behavior you go into debt you are likely to invite poverty and unhappiness you save you're more likely to be accountable and able to make better choices for your finances and note i never said money will make you happy but it's important to know that when you have it you're in better control of your situation now the choice you make is the choice which actually which ultimately will determine where you end up so one of the choices we all can make is to have an emergency fund or not to have an emergency fund in the knowledge that if i don't have an emergency fund i will not i will not be able to cope in an emergency situation and it's a decision you can be that person who says i'm okay without an emergency fund and another person will be of the opinion i need an emergency fund because life happens however you need to realize that you know consequences have both positive and negative effects if you have an emergency fund you'll be able to deal with unexpected car repairs family um, emergencies health emergencies um, and you can live on so just remember that your your actions are, or inaction have got consequences when it comes to your finances and as you sit as a family during this holiday period i want you to start thinking about what would our family be like if we had a family savings a family fund where when life happens to one of us we can help each other out would the consequences be positive will they create wealth or will they be negative in terms of um, how the family dynamics may be because this is what I'm trying to do with this first of the family meeting series. Let's find our accountability. And once we've got our accountability, we can then start to make plans and start dreaming really big. So when you are now in that situation where you've got a plan and you understand the consequences or, uh, of, of the money decisions we all make daily, we can be able to be in a place where we follow up and correct. So following up means when things are working, you keep doing the right thing, repeat. When things are not working, adjust, correct course um, so that you end up in a situation where, you know, you, you, you understand what's going on. And if success doesn't come in your, in your finances in the first time around, go back and start again. And that's one of the signs of accountability and financial maturity is that you can always pick yourself up. When you're accountable, you can always find that opportunity to bounce back because it's important because we need to be able to bounce back when things um, don't work out. So... Are you that person who people hold as reliable and accountable? And if you are, can you help to teach others to take up accountability, especially with regards to their personal finances? And are you able to change the family dynamics of your finances?
Now, the last thing we're going to discuss um, is really around getting started. To know if you're really financially accountable, simply take responsibility of your accountability. Um, so here's four ways you can get started. Review your expenses and drop a budget of exactly where your hard-earned money goes. Part of accountability is knowing and eliminating unnecessary expenses but being in control. That budget allows you to take charge of your money. Remember, when I say you're a money master, it doesn't mean that you are rich. It just simply means that you control the surplus or the lack of in your life. And you are ultimately telling your money what to do for you. The second thing you can do to get started is taking responsibility for your debt. This is a difficult one. A lot of the time we took out debt without knowing better and it's okay. You're now listening to podcasts such as this one, so things will get better. But check your credit report and take responsibility for maintaining a good credit history. So look, if you're already in debt, it's not always the end of the world. You can still be in a situation where you're in control of your credit score by paying your debts on time, by paying more than the minimum requirement and making a list of your outstanding amounts and knowing how much interest is payable and starting to take back control so that you move from being a debtor to being somebody who's in surplus, from a being a borrower to being a lender. You can also be in a situation where <coughs> you get started by doing that thing I spoke about, the emergency fund, which means preparing for unforeseen events in your life. Um, take responsibility for possible unexpected um, events in your life and have that emergency fund and the right insurance. Yes, insurance is a type of an emergency fund because insurance is really putting away money so that if an unexpected event occurs um, or an insurable event occurs in the future, you get a payout. So preparation for unforeseen events is your emergency fund as, as well as your insurance policies. And lastly, getting started is about taking charge of your future. Remember I said, don't be that financial sleepwalker. Don't be that financial somnambulist who doesn't know where they are going and takes the blame culture be in charge of your future start making provision for your retirement saving for your future goals whether it's for a house whether it's for a car whether it's for a holiday whether it's to start a business whether it's to do whatever your heart desires start being in control by setting the goals that allow you to actually you know tell your money where to go money needs direction if you don't have goals and plans you cannot direct it therefore you cannot be in control therefore you cannot be accountable for your finances so as we close our first family meeting let's take accountability for our own actions in the past and accept that we did things without knowing but now we're going to empower ourselves and know more and once you've taken that responsibility, find yourself a good financial planning professional or financial coach or somebody who can guide you and help you to achieve your financial goals. Because if you fail to do it on your own, it means that you might need help. And it's not a bad thing 
to seek help because seeking help is probably one of the best signs of knowing that you're accountable. Thank you for joining me on this family meeting and uh, joining me on Money Talks. It's me, Gerald Mwandiampira. Join me on social media, askgerald.co.za or look me up and let's continue having these money conversations. Lots of podcasts. Click on your platform and you'll find plenty more to get you going in your financial journey.